I'm a zombie. I've been bitten. No! You're listening to the survival podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. Zombies Ate My Podcast. Hello and welcome to Zombies Ate My Podcast. I'm your host this week, Ryan Murphy, and I'm joined by the busy zombie lord, Lou Page. How's it going, Lou? Not too bad. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm a, I'm a lot more awake this uh, this week. You know, I'm, <laughs> I've rested up. That That's a good thing. It is a good thing. Uh, Bob is not here. He is on... A much-deserved vacation. He sent us, if you were in the Discord, you saw that he sent us his... He has uh, officially become a zombie hunter. Uh, he's certified, so if you need any assistance on that front, be sure to email us, info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. We'll send them right out. Uh, we're like CAA, but... No, we're not at all like CAA, actually. That's I was going to say, I don't even know what that is, dude, so... Oh, CAA is like a car car uh it's it's like triple a right in the states oh, okay yeah okay except it's caa so canadian auto assistance i'm assuming uh, anyways probably. that has nothing to do with zombies <laughs> although one time when i was in uh, new hampshire i had to use caa and that was the one time that we met up in person but again yep. has nothing to do with zombies lou uh, I, I have some zo- i have some zombie news before we begin, something oh. that people should be a heads up on. Okay. Um, I meant to bring it up last week, but uh, the new Humble Monthly this that's that's coming in about a week's time. Yes. Uh, the 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 premier uh, game on this bundle is Dead Rising Four. Which I, I you know I saw that and I was thinking, well, I always accidentally uh, resub every month because I forget to cancel or forget to, you know, take advantage of a deal where I just buy a year in advance. And I saw Dead Rising Four and I thought, man, that's a pretty good buy. Like those games, that game came out across a year the, ago. Yeah, across the platforms a year ago. I know it didn't get stellar reviews, but it didn't get stellar reviews. But it has stayed about forty or fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much consistently, and uh, you can get that for twelve bucks. Just thought I'd give listeners a heads up. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, how that does. But I think that when it comes to the humble monthly bundle, if if something is available for early unlock, it's. Uh, it's it they've been really knocking it out of the park lately but usually the the early unlock is kind of like the gem of the bundle and i think yep. i think now which is good because now when you buy it you know you know you're getting the majority there are still some surprises they've, in there but they've also been doing this thing where they put three games up front yeah That's which what i think they needed to do because sometimes they were picking like an mmo and that was their upfront game and i was like yeah i don't care about that yeah but I and think by that's the time and and by the time I was ready to su- uh, the sub, it was like oh if I had subbed I wouldn't have needed the MMO. Everything else in the bundle was awesome this month, just not their premier game. So I think they're trying to split it up a little bit more. Well, I I think they're trying to give you a better preview so you drop the twelve dollars because really, 
the idea is that any game in that bundle is worth more than 12 bucks. So if you are interested in Dead Rising 4, be sure to go to Humble Bundle and check that out because you only have, oh, about five days left to snap that up. Or maybe a little bit more. It's, probably, about, it's about seven or eight days. Yeah, just over a week because it's usually the first Friday of the month. So May 4th is probably when it rolls over. Uh, but that's an early unlock. You can start playing right away. That's awesome. I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, we probably would have forgot. Uh, let's move into the news, which she sees um, uh, some sad news, actually, because it looks like Ash vs. the Evil Dead has been canceled after three seasons. Uh, in all honesty, as much as I was sad to hear this news, I can't say that I'm not surprised. I'm, in fact, surprised it made three seasons. Um, I've enjoyed all three seasons, but I feel like this season in particular... They screwed. I haven't even seen this season, and I feel like they screwed up um, their their mojo. Uh, this show has either come out on like right at Halloween time and in the at middle of fall, and kind of hit right in the middle of where everybody's doing their Christmas stuff or holiday stuff, where episodes get dropped, and they just keep airing episodes of Ash vs Evil Dead, so people tune in. But I feel like by not this time, they put it out in like recently, like in the middle of spring. And I think they put it up against too many other shows. And and, and it's also a busy time of year, as far as I understand, for Sunday. I I think it's still on Sunday nights. But it just, I think it was put in a wrong spot. And I can't say that I'm surprised that, uh, that uh, it's being done by Stars, right? Yeah, Stars, and Stars has dropped a couple of other shows, as far as I know. So uh, I'm I'm guessing they're trimming the fat. I just hope it means that when we get our last episode for this season, they kind of give us a good farewell. Yeah, well, it's it's interesting. To look, and and I'm gonna read a quote here from uh, Carmi uh, Lutnick. I'm sh- I'm assuming the, there's Lutnick. I'm sh- assuming the Z is silent, who is the president of programming at stars. And I want to read it and, and sort of get your take on this because this, this quote probably just reeks of, um, television programming sort of suit type folks. And, and, and really there's no understanding here of, of what, what they're sounding like because they're talking about a beloved show that they're canceling and we can talk about ratings and stuff after this but ash vs the evil dead has taken audiences on a wild ride for three seasons thanks to the fantastic performances and creative efforts of sam bruce rob and the entire cast and crew we are proud to send the show out with a bang and a splat that is their announcement of canceling the series it sounds like somebody who never even watched an episode of the show yeah I, I, and you know, to we talk about Walking Dead. Oh, it's slipping, it's slipping. It has millions of viewers, and then you look at this. The comedy launched in 2015 with 437,000 same-day viewers. Now the April 15th installment slips all the way down to 175,000 viewers. So they never even had a million. Uh, I think part of this problem is I think a lot of people uh, watch this show on streaming services. I know that's how I've always done it. And I know that that's been an issue for Stars, is that Stars doesn't really think about their online viewership. They're thinking about TV network. Yeah. And, you know, here's the thing, though. This was a show that never needed to exist. 
the, nope. it was it was a, it was a movie uh, series uh. from way back in the day, and seeing it come back with Bruce Campbell, we were lucky to get three seasons. I think you know if we look at it on the other side, right? Uh, what do you think? Yeah, no, I mean, I'm glad that we got three seasons. I certainly am not going to gripe about the fact that we uh, that we have gotten the show at all. I think it's fa- fabulous. It's just sad to see it go. It is sad. But, and But that also leads to our other even more sad news. This is the thing that upset me more than anything. Uh, this upset me more than uh, the show getting canceled. And that is that Bruce Campbell has officially announced he will no longer, after this show has been canceled and after it's done filming its final, after the episode airs, he will no longer portray Ash in any shape or form. Yeah. So reboot. Yep, that's what'll happen. Uh, eventually. I'd say probably I, I in the next th- five years. Yeah, I was going to say, I give it five years and we get a, a reboot. Uh, I know that they did that other reboot uh, a while back. Uh, and I guess I, I never saw it, but I heard it was okay. It was but okay. I don't, yeah, but I didn't hear wild, crazy things. Uh, I think five years and we'll be ready for a reboot of Ash versus Ash and the evil dead universe with something new but the problem is is you've got to keep it silly you can't you can't go on the oh my god it's so scary because i think there's already too many movies and stuff doing that the movie reboot was a was kind of situated as a remake of evil dead 2 so in 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 that case they remade evil dead twice and but but at the same time you're right it fell into that like torture porn serious horror flick with with a little bit there was not there was no humor so it was it was just like the original evil dead there was no there was no cracking wise it was just shit no, the original the original evil dead has funny moments but mostly because the script yeah. was so bad well well that's what i'm saying it's like the second one leaned into the humor the third one was straight up ash versus evil dead but uh, actually, that's probably what it was called. And the movie was not a reboot; it was a remake. And then at the end, they they drop a tease that it's all in the same universe because Ash kind of has a a cameo. Although that can be read both ways, and he's just playing an evil cackling person, or it's crazy Bruce, you know. And uh, and they play it off really well as like, oh, maybe we'll find out more in the sequel. Obviously, they they never did have a sequel, and it was five years ago that that movie was made. But I could see them remaking Ash, uh, you know, remaking the Evil Dead in the Ash line and having some younger guy play uh, Ash. Um, I'm trying to think of who they could cast who would be sort of like quirky, funny, good looking guy who's going to play this like. They'll find somebody that hasn't been discovered yet. You think so? I'm just like, let's throw someone out there. If you had to pick someone. I don't know many young actors though, so I guess we're just setting ourselves up for failure. No, you're with this. setting yourself up. You're setting us up for failure. So no, I'm not going to tell you who I think will bite. Okay, Tom Cruise. All right, moving on. That's terrible. That's a terrible suggestion. That was that even is me terrible. Uh, well, let's move into Fear the Walking Dead because it has returned. We talked about the season premiere last week, and now we have the second episode of this of this new show. It feels like and. I don't know. Like you, you said you were really excited about it, so I want you to start here on on your thoughts for episode sure. two, uh, another day in the diamond. Okay, so I will begin this by saying uh, I watched this Monday night. Uh, I didn't read any spoilers about what was going on, which 
I've know I've said on the show before. I don't care about spoilers, but I was trying to avoid it. But the only thing I had heard was that this was an episode about uh, our old heroes, Madison, Alicia, Strand, and that uh, we were supposed to. It was kind of why they were out in the the the, the fit, out in the the wild catching our new heroes. And I was like, okay. And I was like, well, we know this is supposed to be in a baseball diamond. Let's see how this goes. And I really wasn't expecting much from this episode. I was expecting sort of what we got with the last previous seasons. And I feel like we got something new. Um, It looks like Madison lost all that chaos that was in the previous seasons. She seems like she has a head on her shoulders. She's leading this group inside the baseball field. And her and Strand and Luciana are going, and Alicia are going out and rescuing folks and bringing them back to the baseball diamond to try and uh, to, to 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 rescue people and give them a fresh start. And Nick is growing vegetables, which is interesting. And I and I it's and Nick who has been our like cover myself in gore and walk among the dead. And he's like, no, I'll stay behind these walls. I don't want to fight anymore. And I think that that, that itself is a nice twist to this show. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, uh, the only thing I will say about this episode, I saw what, as soon as it was, we were introduced to the little girl without her family, I said to myself, oh, she's going to be a spy for whoever the new, new villain is. <laughs> And and lo and behold, that was the big twist at the end of the episode. Madison went out to try and find this little girl's family, only to find out there is no family. And then on top of that, when uh, the new bad guys, the vultures, show up, the little girl was working for them all along. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't necessarily see Charlie as a as an evil person but that I did I did because I've dealt with kids that age kids that age love to talk and even if they've been in something traumatic like losing their family or being separated from their family she didn't want to give them any information you know mm-hmm. she did she didn't seem there was just she was too reclusive to be a little kid it was like no 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 this kid's up to something and she asked too many questions like how many guns do we have, Nick? You know, and I was like, that's fishy. Uh, yeah, I mean, for me, I guess I didn't really read into her that much. But you're right. Like, uh, there are a lot of new characters that are introduced or at least are around at the Ball Diamond. So it's it was hard for me to narrow in on this one girl. And we've seen the whole, like, you know child gets picked up i don't think there's ever been an evil kid in the walking dead you know a spy kid um and and i don't i I mean correct me if i'm wrong but i don't think that's happened before right like uh uh not that i'm aware of i know that for a while we suspected enos might be that in enid yeah uh yeah enid in uh regular walking dead but that ended up just being us being paranoid yeah so now um, you've continued that paranoia, and I slipped into a comfort zone, and here we are. Yeah. And, and other than that, I mean, not a whole lot happens this episode. Uh, Madison and them go out to find the girl's family, and instead they find Jenna Elfman, who's playing Naomi, and she's a former 
emergency room nurse that's been out in the wild and she doesn't want to join them. And uh, Madison ends up falling in a giant tank full of zombies and Strand and Luciana have to pry open a door to get her out. Yeah. And, 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 and I will say the whole situation captivated me. I, at no point did I see where that was coming. I was assuming Jenna Elfman was one of the survivors of that group. And apparently she wasn't. She just found came was was found there because she was looking for stuff herself. She just happened upon and it, I, right? Yeah, and I thought that it was it, it was a nice twist to what we usually get. Yeah, no, I I really appreciated this episode. It felt like they were introducing new characters, but not having to like run us over with them. They were just there, and they kind of like dropped hints at who or what may have happened it the way the episode is structured though is that there's so at the end of last episode there was the it was in the same timeline it was all at the same time and it ended with our heroes you know coming after uh you know morgan and his new folks so when you look at this episode it goes before but it's still there's still that time so there's a time gap between what happened at the end of season three and the before time that they're showing in in this show but before is in reference to what happened at the end of last episode a little confusing but basically what it is is they're going to kind of you know sprinkle the content that has happened that had happened between three and four into this probably the first half of the season and also the content between before and now and we get that in this episode and i think that that's and i think that's an okay twist because what regular Walking Dead does is it gives us these fake flashes of the future that are never going to happen. Right. Like Negan out in the field tilling crops and talking to talking to the baby all grown up. And <clears throat> we're not going to get that in Walking Dead. So I don't know why they're bothering to show us that. They're showing us they're showing us something I get what they're doing, but I feel like it's out of place in this show. This one is saying, "You know what?" Last season, we left you with all kinds of crazy mayhem and separated the whole group, and we're putting them all back together, and we're going to give you the story of how they all got back together in pieces. We're not going to stretch it out and make it a whole season. We're just going to fill in the gaps. And I think that that's a, that's a, just, not just, that's a fabulous thing to do. Shows like this don't normally do that. They have to feel like they have to handhold their listeners and I think that the new showrunner on this is definitely putting the show in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I think that. And I think, and I think our new villains are not like villains we've seen before. No. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> the new villains are are not even really villains. They're just sort of, well, they're the vultures, right? And we were talking pre-show, and that we're excited about this because, like season three they're introducing a conflict that we just haven't seen before and and the vulture i was kind of thinking like uh, a group like the vultures popping up in the future of the walking dead where or i guess the current timeline where walking dead is makes sense to me because like you know um you just wait it out you know you 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 take what you need you take what you get and you wait out groups that are less prepared and that makes sense in that future timeline. But now that they're, this is the before timeline where the vultures are, although they still exist in the future. It's, and we don't know the time difference between before and now. I should mention that there's definitely a time jump, no. but it 
it could be less than a year, you know. Um, so as a group of bad pe- bad people, they're not really bad. They're just going around saying like, "Hey, you know, we're just gonna we're just gonna chill out here, and when you die, because it's bound to happen, you know, we'll be here to uh, peck at what's left and take what we need and move move on, you know." And the guy who plays the main dude, Kevin Zegers, uh, or Zegers, the, the actor. Yeah. Fantastic job as Melvin. He's creepy. Super creepy, you know? He's super creepy, but not in the Negan kind of way. Where Negan was a threat, he's like, like in other words, like, you can try and survive here, but you're going to die just like everybody else, because that's what happens. Yeah. And you even get this, I even had this sneaking suspicions that maybe their food was sabotaged by the little girl maybe maybe like like she brought in some weevils and snuck them into the plants and that was to force them out of their camp you know what i mean and now they have now they have people sitting out front i mean you're going to be less likely to want to go out on supply runs when you've got people sitting out front yeah I mean, that's certainly a plausible thing that could have happened, but I don't know how hard it would be to sneak weevils in. Uh, You'd have to catch them first. Uh, I mean, to me, it's... It it actually is more fun to assume that these folks have just done this enough where they just... They come like basically what happened was they the way they say it is like we go to these groups we warn them that they're living their lives wrong you know I think the one example they used where the they had set up camp um, back when you know they were talking about the these giant oil drums they had set up camp in between these three oil drums and they're like what do you think is gonna happen if you set up camp eventually poof, something bad's gonna happen right and what they and, and 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 they said oh we tried to tell them we even offered to help yeah. them. But they didn't want our help. No. No, and I and I think <clears> that's <throat> so great because they're uh, not evil. My, sne- my my sneaking suspicion was is we warned them and then we blew up the drum and ma- forced them to have to. Yeah, I mean, but your your theory falls in line with what we don't like about Walking Dead, where just someone's inherently well, evil. Well, well, it's not even that they're inherently evil. They're just showing up and being like, you can join us. But you know these things don't end well for people. The only way to go is to go with us. Mm-hmm. But they're doing it in a different sort of way. They're not showing up guns blazing and saying, hey, we're going to kill you. They're just dropping the hints that, you know, bad things happen. Yeah, but that sounds a lot like some other folks that we've seen. Like, that's a threat. But what I've gathered was them saying... This shit happens. We're going to wait here, just like a vulture. Like, we can see. We're circling around. We can see you're dying. We're just going to wait here until the inevitable happens. And and I don't think they even care to put forth the effort to, um, you know, uh, damage crops or explode barrels. Like, they're happy to just... They, they you, get, you get the appearance from this episode that they are too lazy to be bothered to do that sort of stuff. I could be wrong. I think you're wrong. Uh, my hope is that I'm not wrong because honestly, I could really. I, I well, like what there has to be down. a there has to be a reason why Madison why Madison's gone. <laughs> there has to be a reason why our heroes are chasing them. Yeah, well, we'll have to see whether or not that occurs. And and you're right. You're dro- You just dropped a hint. Something we talked about pre-show. The way that they're setting up the cast guide and in, in how we do our notes, which is through Walking Dead. 
uh, Wikia, they've laid it out in that these actors starred as the flashbacks, so the flashback is the before, and then the rest start in, in, in the now, and we haven't seen Madison Clark in the now, you know, because all we've seen in the now is, uh, is the truck uh, heist, you know, with, uh, it was uh, Nick, Alicia, um, Strand, and um, Luciana. So interesting interesting stuff i think it's it's a really cool way of like does she survive does she not survive um and it keeps her on throughout probably the first half of the season at the very least right yeah Mm -hmm. cool and then they can drop her off and she's kind of the show's big name but you know that 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 would be a big twist for this show and they're always looking for a twist that will snag and bring people in. And killing off who's been their main star is something even regular Walking Dead hasn't done. They haven't killed Rick off yet, so... Well, if they are looking at this being their <clears> last <throat> season, because I don't think we have a season five renewal yet. Um... Those don't always come in, though, until after the show has done its mid-season finale. Right. No, that's true. Uh, you know, they were coming hot and heavy uh, earlier on when it was really going hot but i think that maybe depending on how this season plays out they might need to like they did with the walking dead they have to wait a little bit to to cross their t's and dot their i's type scenarios so uh it's it's interesting i i really i like this episode i like what they're laying down i like the new characters i wish we had more john dory and and um uh, uh alfia uh, we, or M Morgan for that matter, but this was primarily a before episode with, you know, and they didn't really, they didn't really give us much to go on outside of Nick is traumatized from blowing up that giant dam. So um, I'm hoping we get more, more revelations about what happened. Uh, that would be nice. I'm sure we will. Right, and they're gonna, you know, they're gonna drip it, drip feed it to us and. And that's fine because it's. Uh, I think we're gonna know everything we need to know by mid-season. Yeah, I would still call that a drip feed, but as long you're right, as long as we know by the end of mid-season, that'd be nice. Because I really don't feel like waiting until, you know, August or whatever. Um, so yeah, no, I I I dig what they're laying down. I think these new bad guys are are interesting, and they present sort of a passive aggressive enemy as opposed to an aggressive enemy which we've always had aggressive or at least they end up aggressive this appears Mm -hmm. to be a very laid-back approach to to being a bad guy in the universe but i don't think i don't think we're gonna see them stay a uh passive i think they're gonna get a little more aggressive they could get frustrated having you know madison's a survivor right so maybe like maybe vultures do you either move on or you get predatory right so maybe we see that yeah but uh i i could also see you know i was watching talking dead and madison was talking about uh, the actress who plays madison was talking about how madison doesn't go guns blazing because she's learned from her mistakes however she's looking at this opportunity or these these people as like getting their sense and then possibly looking at inviting them in or joining them because but then you look at you're right you look at the now 
where they get the flag off the back of the truck and they're like they're one they're with the vultures and they get really upset and agitated so maybe the vultures and madison's group do join forces or at least have interactions that are that are somewhat you know copacetic but then something happens that that causes like you're saying you're foreshadowing that maybe something happened to madison uh with the vultures so that can also play a part as well i think um but we found out that the vultures leave a flag spray painted. It looks like whenever they capture a zombie, is that what they're doing? It's it seems like whenever it is an outpost or some kind of group that falls apart, they label it with a number. But we don't know the significance of the number. The number could be how many zombies they have there, right? Or how many they how many dead they took out there, and they don't seem to kill the dead. They seem to imprison them and then just leave them there. So that when someone comes across, they end up getting trapped by the dead. Yeah. It'll be it'll be really cool to watch this. I'm looking forward to it. Now, I watched this right before we recorded. So it's kind of my normal Fear the Walking Dead um, territory where I will not jump on it right away and watch it live. Now, I didn't watch it live because I was out of town. But um, I think with this setup, I might want to actually catch it live because uh, I'm really intrigued by what these these vultures are showing. And and I've always liked Madison. I've always liked Nick. I know a lot of people say a lot of the characters in Fear the Walking Dead are hard to like, and you'd be right. But I've always had I've always thought Madison was interesting. You know. Mm-hmm. So um, we didn't put this in the notes, but I was racking my brain because something was in there of a story that we needed to cover and it was the news that the actress that plays maggie lauren cohen basically there's no like official contract news but she did say she would be back for season nine she basically confirmed it um now we don't know what that means as to as to where what how big a role she plays in season nine but we do know she's confirmed that she's back um that could mean a lot of things but does that not sound like a good thing? It, it sounds like a good thing. We just don't know if she's back for the whole season or part of a season. Yeah. Like she could be, when she says, I think her quote was, you know, I'm back for season nine. Maggie has more story to tell. That could mean one episode. It could mean a whole season. And I think we should be wary about that. Uh, but... I mean, with where season eight left off, um, you could see a longer story or you could see a much shorter story depending on how they want to handle it. So just I'm 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 assuming what when's Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con? That's usually like July, right? Uh, it's usually over the summer. I just don't remember when. I think it's like July, late June. But either way, that's when we'll get our first real trailer for season nine and get our first real taste of what this new world is going to show. And I think that's when you'll know the the depth as to which Maggie will play uh, a part. So just just an, a little update. I'm sure eventually we'll, you know, it's The Walking Dead. We report on everything. And by we, I mean like the fans. Uh, if, if someone sneezed on set and it got on Daryl's uh, coat, there's a news story about it, and we'll cover it here. So stay tuned for that fun business. Lou, any final words on uh, Fear the Walking Dead, uh, this latest episode? Uh, I think if even if you've been on the fence at this point, like we have with this show, 
Uh, I think thus far it's showing a lot of promise. I'm just hoping they can keep up the pace. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm assuming a new showrunner is going to definitely make us keep up the pace. Yeah. So. And this should be noted, but how do you feel about you know newcomers jumping right in? If if someone dropped Fear the Walking Dead but was still keeping up with The Walking Dead, is this a good time to jump in with Morgan kind of crossing over and having that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, I, my 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 suggestion would be watch like the first season of Fear the Walking Dead, and then watch uh, first half of three. I'd I, say. Yeah, and then the first half of three. Just know that when they got on the boat, they ended up in Mexico. That's all you kind of need to know. <laughs> they pick yeah. They go to Mexico. They pick up a couple stragglers. They go back across the border, and then some racist white guys take them in. So um yeah cool well that's gonna do it for fear the walking dead we'll talk more next week when we watch yet another episode of this fine television program lou that's gonna do it this week i'll run us down but then i'll hop it over to you so get ready to have the final final word you can check out the zamp discord bit.ly slash zamp discord join in the conversation and see uh bob's new zombie hunter license also that, that was his daughter with a gun to the back of the head of a zombie is that accurate uh i think okay, so cool just wanted to check anyways you can go support the show patreon.com slash zombies ate my podcast you can also visit our website where all of our handy links are on one handy page zombies ate my podcast.com email us your thoughts on the new season of fear the walking dead info at zombies ate my podcast.com finally follow us on twitter like us on facebook but if you're individ- if you're interested in following individual hosts on Twitter, you can find myself at R. Murphy, Lou at Busy Zombie Lord, and Bob at Bobbert F. Finally, a quick shout out to Joel Duggan for the artwork that you're seeing right now. You can check out more of his work over at joelduggan.com. Lou, thank you so much. Final word. You've had a moment to think and 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 collect your thoughts. What do you got for everybody? If you want to watch a zombie movie mm-hmm. that doesn't have any zombies in it, I just rewatched uh, Assault on Precinct 13 by John Carpenter. It is a zombie movie without zombies. Just think of the gang members as zombies, and you're watching a zombie movie. In fact, John Carpenter says that he was inspired by Night of the Living Dead, and you could tell. Hmm. So go watch the 1976 classic, Assault on Precinct 13. And uh, watch a non-zombie zombie movie. Perfect. Well, here you go, everybody. Have a fantastic week, and we'll talk to you soon.